And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. Yep. Nope. Kyle. Souls. Did you just say Kyle? Kyle. <laughs> All right. Thanks for, listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We're out of here. Yep. Sorry, I didn't need to cut you off. J-Mart. Just kidding. Brother Souls is back. <laughs> and the Red Baron, whose chair <laughs> has sunk all the way down. <laughs> He's in a sunken place today. Today's show was brought to you by the Edmund Fitzgerald. Wow. All right. Oh. Hey, the Edmund Fitzgerald's awesome. <laughs> you guys are going to sit here and tell me the Edmund Fitzgerald wasn't a great marine vessel? It was a great marine vessel. I, I, I Listen, I don't have enough info to argue here. Well, listen to the song and you'll need all the, have all the info you need. <laughs> it's very sad that it sunk. Very sad. Um. Anyway. So, yeah. We're here. Full house today. We were supposed to have a special guest, but uh, Mock lied to us. Called in sick. No, Mock lied. He never. He was never even in Connecticut. That's not true. Prove it. Prove it. Oh, well, there we go. See? See? OJ proved it. And yeah, he's innocent. What would Judge Judy say? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like $40. Something she would say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm not wrong. I guess not. All right. Starting lineups. <laughs> Round the horn. Starting with... Kyle. Brother Souls. So I have Brother Souls. I have from a small town brewery, uh, Mountain Ale. That's actually the name of it, a small town brewery. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just I'm telling the listeners. It's a nice citrus brew. Okay, you don't review it yet. I'm not. <laughs> Are you just reading the label? <laughs> just reading the label. <laughs> Good for you. So I got. All right. I have from Black Hog here in Oxford, Connecticut, the Hog Lager. Boom. Our friends at Black. Our Hog. friends, yes. Good friends. Oxford's a pretty cool place. It is a great place. Kyle has some weird fascination with that town. He loves it. We bought mud jugs in Oxford. <laughs> Wrapping up the joke beer series, I have, well, it ain't good. Uh, artisan water exposed to yeast, convicted without any proof. Thanks. And uh, we know it's a Berkshire product. We'll just find out what it is later. <laughs> uh, also from Connecticut, I have the, uh, the Firefly Hollow Brewing Lizard's Breath Ipa. From uh, Firefly Hollow in Bristol, Connecticut. Lizards. Lizards, brother. Actually, I'm a big fan of the can. Oh, yes. It's pretty cool. I, uh, I have two evils, guys or ghosts, once again. I think what you meant to say was you have heartburn. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Souls, what do you got? Oh, so I have from Small Town Brewery. <laughs> uh, not Your Father's Mountain Ale. Now, that's a, a citrus brew. It's a nice correctly. citrus brew. Oh, a nice one. It looks like they tried to make a drink off a terrible soda. Uh, yeah, you know who's going to get hit in about four <laughs> seconds? That guy. That was way less than four seconds. But it was a good how you doing, but you didn't say it. It was all shoulder. Nah, he got boob in there. Nah, he got the boob. I saw it. Um, yeah. So let's uh, crack these babies open, huh? <laughs> still got to do our toast, Cap. We got to crack it open first. <laughs> the guy's had his beard We're changing it already, open. anyway. <laughs> We're changing the... Changing the... <laughs> 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 you can't even give your toast yet. Swigs it. 
He just really wanted it. I did. All right. So I guess I'll go first. That's yes. why I'm looking at you. My toast excellence to Cassius Marsh for sticking it to the Patriots by saying they're not fun. <laughs> Didn't we already like know that though? <laughs> by saying they're not fun. Dun, dun, the guy dun, wanted dun, to retire dun, from football. My uh, my toast is to Johnny Damon for saying he supports the Yankees over the Red Sox. That is hilarious. He yeah, was what? a big part of that 4 team, and he's just like, nope. I mean, wasn't good as a Yankee. <laughs> that looks like Jesus. Uh, I'm giving my toast excellence. That's a shot right there. Uh, to another throwback jersey. Back-to-back weeks. Uh, the Steelers. He smiled uh, like we're supposed to be like happy for him. Well, I'm happy. I love this type of stuff. Uh, they're wearing their 78, 79 uh, year, which is really no different than their entire 70s jersey. <laughs> I don't know why they, they picked that one. There's not really a distinction between the two, but they're very cool. I'm very excited this year to see them wear them. So. No more bumblebees? Nope, those are done. Not forever. Good. Probably not forever, but they're Damn done for it. now. I love the bumblebees uh, so much. Me as it's well. Me as yeah. well. Jamar? So, <laughs> when asked on playing with LeBron James, J.R. Smith, who gets my toast of excellence for obvious reasons, says, I tell him all the time he has the opportunity to play with me as well. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Legend. Uh, my, I have two toast of excellence. One is to the NHL, because they're making the uh, the third alternate slash alternate jersey available option again for the for teams. So now it's just not it's not just gonna be their primary color in white. Which means we get to come back with the fun jerseys because they have some pretty sick jerseys out there that teams get to choose from. Um, and then my other one is to uh, uh, Danny Farquhar. Throwing out the first pitch the other day at the White Sox game after uh, his first appearance on the Diamond since the brain hemorrhage on uh, April 21st. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just happened. He had a brain hemorrhage. His his <laughs> brain it, so started bleeding. It hemorrhaged. What do you what do you what do you want me to tell you, Rebecca? Yeah, his brain hemorrhaged and he passed out in the dugout. No, and took another died. at bat. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a pitcher. Well, he pinch hit. He's like, hey guys, we got a little situation here. Uh, let me get up. Let me get let me get that at bat. We get a few I go. swings. <laughs> in. I can feel something coming. All right. So uh, yeah, toast of excellence. You ever like open up the beer and like the foam comes up and like you just watch it to see if it fills up the top before you actually drink it? Like you're just like, uh, fuck! Adds the ju after the. (laughs) Now, Paul, I wanted to ask you. Um, you know, you you kept the tally from a couple weeks ago of shots owed. Oh, yeah. Jeff. There's still a member that's got to pay up. <laughs> you missed out on the great Opa from last week. Floaters. We actually killed that bottle last week. <laughs> yeah, there it is over there, the Opa on the, the windowsill. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the uh, store owner that still has them. I see if I can strike up is a that, deal. Is that a fish? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's Ballast Point. Ballast Point. Fi- Remember that really terrible? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. That that terrible beer we had. Oh man. <laughs> Interesting. Kendall will never not like it. So you owe two. It looks like. Like, you went out to a pond and just kind of dunked the <laughs> bottle in it. I hope you get the hair that's in it. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't quite a pond, but it, it was kind of... Wow. Is it good, Jeff? Let's get one to nine. Give me, give me an estimate. Is nine worse or best? Best. Five. Somewhere in the middle. It's not... 
I don't know. It'd be pretty good over ice, I feel. (laughs) Put a little umbrella in it. There's a lot going on, but it's not, like, too hurtful, I'll say. For now. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, you're turning green. (laughs) Oh, no, Jeff's Uh, turning into a frog. I'm turning green. (laughs) (laughs) That's time for your uh, Kermit souls. I can't. Come on. Give me Kermit. Vito's good at that. Give us some Kermit. I can't do it. Just a little. You do it. I I don't have a Kermit voice. Neither do I. Can you do a Ray Romano? No. Actually, the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, give me a Kermit. I don't have a Kermit for you. Paul? Well, well, Jeff, you could do Plankton. I could do Plankton. Uh, that's green. But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. Uh, all right, so we got a shot. you have your trivia? I do. I saw Jeff and was inspired. Uh, this one is about the New Orleans Saints. Whoa. Now, here's a really household name for you. Team Gleason. <laughs> Uh, Dave Waymer, he's the interception leader for the New Orleans Saints. For now. How many picks does he have? Career? <laughs> Three. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mako's first. We'll let Jeff take the range. Nope, Mako's first. 17. Uh, hold on. No, that's all right. Can I take it back? Can I rescind? Nobody else has guessed yet. 28. 26. He's such a rat. <laughs> <laughs> 31. 27. The correct answer is 37. Wow, Damn. he's a bitch. <laughs> better than a <laughs> <I thought. laughs> Really glad I rescinded my offer. <laughs> so it wasn't three. <laughs> I've never even heard of Dave Lamer. It's okay. I'm, just, up on stuff like that. I'm just happy that, that Mock lost. Straight, what are we doing here? Kyle, get yes, your I mean. dirty hands away no, from me. you deserve this. And he lost on double shot trivia day, which we did two <laughs> shots oh, no. next week. You gotta do two shots now. All right. Pond no, water. Yeah, let's go around the horn with it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. Uh, all right. I just wish it was like a strainer. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that hair. I'm gonna get it. Is there actually what a hair? hair in there? There's a little white. Well, maybe it's like a, like a well, towel it's fiber. It's not a hair. What is it then? It's just like a floaty from the sediment from the bottle. You fucking retard. I don't know. It's You're the only one here that has white hair, so it's yours. My very long white hair. That's a, a, a little one. <laughs> this is right after a haircut. Yeah, that's like skunk hair. <laughs> so, don't look so excited. It looks like a mixture of piss and vomit. Pomit. It's, it's different. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of flavors happening. We about to find out. It's funny though. Once you sit on ice, I'm like, maybe it could work. <laughs> It's very weird. What do you think, Kyle? Take a shot, man. You'll see. <laughs> Take Good a sweet. shot, man. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff floating around in there. Yeah, well, if we just finish it, we can get rid of it. Oh, you got the skunk hair. <laughs> now I'm going to get the skunk hair. This is like, I feel like this is what like medicine tasted like in like the 1830s. So many, I tell you, the, the ice thing, though, it almost tastes like a melted, like, Slurpee. <laughs> the Slurpee that some kid poured Rebecca? vodka into. <laughs> Maybe a little brandy. Whoa, whoa! You're skipping someone on the around the yeah, horn. Yeah, she's busy. We'll get to her later. She'll have she'll have a shot. We got an, we got an hour and a half left. We haven't talked about sports at all. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah. Anyway, back to badminton. I think the shuttlecock should be increased by uh, a hundredth of a centimeter. I disagree. I think we're looking at probably the best the game has ever been. And why mess with something that's not broke? That's I'm gonna right. kick you in your shuttlecock. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> So Kyle, what are we talking about today? You're the you're the content manager. Um, one, I thought we had a guest today, 
That shouldn't stop you from having a backup yeah, show. Yeah, it should. Are you unprepared? Today I am. So, we're going to talk playoffs. Playoffs. NFL playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> AFC Championship game, Baltimore-Cincinnati. Gross. Um, first, we'll start <laughs> NBA Finals. The one game. <laughs> the one game. That's right. Because they... You know... Am I the only one that's livid? Why Why are there, like, four days rest in between NBA games? Money. Stupid. If it wasn't, for, if it wasn't for television, like, purposes, I'm pretty sure the NHL playoffs would be, like, one consecutive week. Probably. But, so the first game was what on the first or the second? The first, right? I don't know, actually. But well, regardless, it, if it goes what, to game June? seven... Yeah. No, it was, it was on Thursday. Yeah, okay, so, so it was May 31st. May 31st. So May 31st is game one. If it goes to game seven, it's scheduled for the 17th. We're already three games into the Stanley Cup. That's crazy. Well, LeBron's got to heal up. He's getting old. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Shoulders probably hurt from carrying everyone. Well, the problem is, is they're, they're just like, they let game one happen how it was going to happen. Now they're writing the script for game two. Right. They're like, okay, all right. It's in Golden State. And they're like, what do you think we should do? And, you know, the head writer goes, I think we got to stick to our guns. What have we done the past three? Or it's like, Golden State dominant game two. And then... Back against the wall, I think that we shoot Kevin Love in the face. And then... Sniper! And then we just, like, we somehow get Zaza Pachulia onto the Cavs. And then we just, LeBron just takes over. All right. I think they just got to get Coach Perk out there with some minutes. The Full House video is the greatest thing. I don't, if you haven't seen it, there's, a full, there's like a Full House-themed video of the NBA Finals Season 4. It's just so perfect. Kevin Love was so funny in it. Coach Perk at the end. Oh, it's so good. I was upset because I sent it to the, this group chat uh, and nobody responded. I know. I'm sorry. I'll it take the blame be. on that. It's my fault. Well, sure. th- everybody could have responded. Well, he said not to. What? Yeah, Kendall told us not to. Yeah. That's right. I, in a separate group chat, I said, don't respond to that video that that other <laughs> kid sent. <laughs> it's pretty Actually, hurtful. I forgot that I actually said that to him until Kyle reminded yeah, me. Yeah, he paid us hurtful. like $3. Yeah. So that's on me. I'm sorry. He's not sorry. Wow. Get and in another, another think, group chat, I said I wouldn't guy. be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know a guy, and then you realize that he's just the Aflac duck. Ah, dude. Uh, I was giving a shot. Hmm? L- lucky for you. Lucky. You're, you're an Aflac duck. Aflac. Let's see. Oh, so all right. real quick, just beer-related. I've never been a fan of the can koozies. Mock's a big fan of them. I like them. But I found a can koozie that we're selling at the liquor store that I really, really want. It just says state champion, and then it has two ducks and a goose. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. That's a must. You know, I got you, Mock, a bunch of koozies, and you d- denied them. What do you mean? I got you those those Fox ones. You said you are happy with the ones you had. <laughs> I don't remember this at Thank all. Thank you, but no. <laughs> well, anyway, so let's get back to sports. All right, so game one of the NBA Finals. Uh, I mean... We're not going to say, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do the quick JR discussion and we'll get it out of the way. I mean, here's, here's the thing. At the end of the day, shit happens. I mean, yep. if this was a regular season game or if it was game one of the first round of the playoffs, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Even if it was JR Smith and he the Buckner. Shit happens. <laughs> it, you know, there's always an instant in every sport you can go back. There's always, even greats, just they lose their focus for a minute. It sucked that it happened when it did, but whatever. All I'm saying is the memes hilarious. Yeah, big fan. 80, I don't know if you guys percent free throw shooter at the line. It's on George Hill, not Jr. Bottom line, 
you you need to make a fucking free throw. It's game one against the Warriors. LeBron just put his heart and soul out, and you miss a free throw. Hmm. Yeah. Andre Drummond would have missed a two. All right, but that's not. It's George Hill. It's an <laughs> you're 80, talking about somebody that's eighty percent shooter. Yeah, you're talking about somebody happen, that shoots you're half. Miss a free but, throw but really, you're gonna miss the game-winning free throw. Yeah, it, game one of your happen. fucking NBA Finals. Just put it back up. So it's on him, but I put it to rest by thinking that you know what. It would have been Golden State ball. They would have scored with the four seconds. Yeah. It just would have, would have just happened because that's the it's way a, it works. It's an easier loss to swallow. Though. Yeah. I, I like watching all the other Cav players' reactions, though, as oh, JR yeah. dribbles out. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Turn around. It was painful. The fact that JR out rebounded Durant was kind of amazing in itself. If he went back up, odds are, yeah, he would have got blocked. But. The only thing that would have been funnier is if JR like, got the rebound and like got confused and like heaved it full court to the other basket <laughs> oh, and, made it. and scored. <laughs> Run around the court like he just won. That's we other, did it, guys. My question is, is, what is JR doing in that position for the free throw? That's usually your bigs down there getting the rebound. That's Why true. is JR Smith down there and LeBron up at the top of the key? To stop the possible fast break. JR could equally defend the fast break. Big difference. Not There's Ron's no a big difference. Defender. It's a fast break. You have four seconds. They have to pass the ball. If you can't stay in front, you don't belong in the NBA. That's probably what they were thinking, though. <laughs> That's not what they were thinking, because they clearly weren't thinking. Well, he got the rebound anyways. Regardless, this all stems back to George Hill blew that game. They could have just who won was on overtime. The, who was on the floor real quick, though? Do we know who was on the floor for that free throw for the Cavs? Did LeBron, JR... George Hill, Love was on the floor. No, Love was on the bench. Love right? was on the bench. I think Tristan Thompson had been ejected. I think it was Jeff Green. Jeff Green and uh, Mark Sheen. <laughs> anyway, so there was no bit. really bigs out there. So, like, who's the worst free throw shooter on the Cavs' like active roster right now? Probably Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Is he is he really bad? Probably like fifty to sixty. Oh, okay. No. I was thinking because that, that that's the instance. When, like, you, like, after the first free throw, you just, like, have LeBron come over to talk to George Hill and quietly snap his leg in half <laughs> so that he has to get taken off, and then the Warriors get to pick who takes the free throw. But if it's, you know... No, I hate to say it, but this could have been Jose Calderon's moment. That guy he wouldn't have missed. Miss. Do you think he missed on purpose? No. no. He had money on the Warriors. If, if you... I watched one video. Someone, I don't even know why, but they zoomed in on his face, and he just looked terrified going up for that second free throw. I don't, I don't get it. I guess, you know, it's a pressure scenario, but it's just it, he's a vet. Like, George Hill's a great player. Yeah, it just th- – th- this game just kind of showed, though, that, like, the Cavs stand zero chance. I mean, they fought back, but – another thing, too, is, like, this this postseason Warriors not been good defensively. They no. Have no, no, no good defensively. Don't have to when they just know they're going to score. I Clay Thompson's the best player on that team. I thought they didn't stand a chance, but I, the fact that they lost, I think it's even lesser. But they, they showed that they could compete with Golden State, and they showed their weaknesses on both sides of the ball. I don't know. I just don't want to see Golden State win, but yeah, I just want this to end. I'm tired of this finals every year. I feel like if Golden State wins, we can move on to do a new t- new teams in the finals. Either Golden way, State's won the best of five. Either way, we're going <laughs> to fucking blame the refs every game because that's all we do. See, and that's the thing. Jim and I were talking about it last night. Like, I, that's what my, probably my least favorite thing about the NBA. My biggest pet peeve is, like, there's always, like, 
you know, like, oh, like the, the Warriors starting lineup, you know, for this game, and it has like Curry, Durant, Thompson, Green, and then a ref in a like a Golden State uniform, or or like, oh, the refs blew those calls. They, you know, Harden gets all the calls, whatever. It's like, okay, I understand it, but all the all the refs are on the floor for is to call fouls now. That's all it is. The amount, I wouldn't be surprised if this NBA just the postseason. If the number was above three hundred for missed everyday routine calls, oh yeah, double dribbles, carries, backcourt violations, travels, five second rule inbounds, improperly called timeouts, like they just they on, don't call anything on the missed free throw. Draymond Green violates stepped early. Just, yeah, like it's just so much shit that it's basic fundamental refereeing that's not present, and it hasn't been, and it won't be. And it's you know, tough. the thing is, is, I feel like the ball movement is so much better these days, and like it's so the game is much more fast paced. That they should really just. I think they should consider implementing another ref. Yeah, I think for they, sure. I think Without a have, doubt. there's three refs, right? Because you got one who plays on the the fan side. You have one who plays on the the uh, bench side, and one who plays on the baseline. I think they should implement another ref, and they should take four corners. Now, would you oppose another ref on the screen the whole time? What do you mean, like like on, on site in the front it? row with the screens, so they no. have multiple angles? No. Because I know uh, some people would hate it because it's technical, but I think the game needs it. There's just too much. I saw this thing. Too much traveling bullshit every game. I saw this thing the other day, and it made me think. um, Someone said, uh, "In the next, don't be surprised if in the next five years, NBA coaches just have like a Bluetooth like button thing that they can just push to call a timeout at any moment in time instead of having to get the refs refs attention or like trying to time it with like a timer or something like that." You think that's something that will ever happen, or do you think the coaches will always have to call timeout, like to the ref? I think the coaches got to keep calling it. Uh, I I wouldn't be shocked though if that was a thing in the future. Yeah, be weird, but <laughs> it seems like in all sports they're progressively trying to make things easier. More so I, I think that's a very feasible thing that could yeah. happen. Well, we're seeing it in baseball now. They're they're talking about bringing in the robot umpires to call yeah, balls I and really strikes. Fucking hope not takes away the human element of the game exactly that's what it is i mean that's that's part of the excitement it's just like i mean even even in the show when we play the show it's like you'll throw you'll you'll go out there and you'll throw a pitch that's half on the the line and half off of the strike zone and they'll call it a ball and then they'll throw the same pitch to you and it's a strike yeah it's frustrating as shit but that's just it's part of it it's part of the game the the way i see it now with any sport because they're talking you know changes in baseball football everything there's so much more money involved in these sports now than there was in the past, and I, I think they just try and get it right because people have so much invested in the games now. You know, if you look back, I don't know, say 40 years ago, there wasn't as much money in sports as there is no. now. You know, it, it's just it's a different commodity. People don't. Yeah, but the, thing, the part of it too is that people don't. I feel like half the athletes now don't even play the sport because they love it. No. I feel like uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like a good chunk of professional athletes were just like someone was like, "Hey, you're really good at basketball," and then they're just like, "Oh, okay, like I'll just work on it," and then they're like, oh, "I could turn this into a paycheck in the NBA one day," and that, you know, like they, I don't know. Which to me, I mean, there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I do. I mean, but the amount of money that we pay people is ridiculous. Oh, it is. You're absolutely right. But I mean, you know, if you're good at it, why not do it? But I they they do make. A ridiculous I amount of money. I fear that every sport's getting pushed to like a point of simulation almost. There's like without the human element. If we if we go to robot 
umpires. But that's it's what I mean. Feel simulated in. It's just because they're they're so much invested into the games now. Oh yeah. That they want to make sure it's they're, it's they're, right. They're so critical of the people. Like oh well, we have to make sure that there's no mistake. Yeah, but the no thing mistakes. is, is like so what, like. They want to make sure it's right. Okay, what happens if the robots malfunction? No, and you're exactly right. now, now we have to put. What, what are you going to do? You, you you can't. If you have, if it's the seventy third game of the season, Mets versus the Cardinals, and the robots in the field are fun- malfunctioning, they just none of the robots are working. They can't get them to work. What are you going to do? You can't. You can't put a human umpire out there. It's not fair to the players. Everybody else got pr- pr- pristine calling of balls and strikes. So we got to do. You got to cancel the game. Oh, I I agree What's with you. The I, gender on the robot. <laughs> Apache I, helicopter. <laughs> I don't think they should you know, move towards get the robot. Sensitive thing. too. That's all we do. Um, it's gonna at that point. You at, honestly at that point, if you're gonna do that, you might as well just have the these athletes just sit there. Like they should just sit in the dugout when it's their at bat, and just have an auto like a like a automatic bat swing thing, and they just they look at the pitch coming in at them on like a VR machine, just go swing. <laughs> That's it. I I do like. Especially like in baseball, how they put in like the more replay, just because like in, in big spots you don't want to see like a blown call, like alter like especially like a big game. I I like the replay, but I don't I don't like the automation. No, I I I, agree. I don't care for that. Go on. But you know, like um, Kyle, who who is the pitcher that got shafted on the perfect game? Galarraga. Yes, yeah, on the tiger. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. That's something that that should have been able to be replayed and and corrected. You know, the guy just threw a perfect game, and a, it was blown because of a bad call. Yep. You know what, a, though? A very bad call. Jim Joyce cried. But but that doesn't matter. And he gave him a car. But that doesn't matter. I know, but he like he tried to make yeah, up for it. Where's Galarraga's career gone? Oh, he's Think of, been I'm out I'm not going to say that determined his career, but... But even so, I don't know. Like I, I like the more replay, but the automation, I, I think, is a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know. For me, sports just aren't fun anymore. Everything's just getting tech. Like I, I'm going to use the football only thing. as the best example. Football is kind of unbearable with all the rule changes. All the I, I just hate going into a game not even understanding the rules. And I think they worked on it this year, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It's just there's too too much emphasis on replays now. It's uh, I don't know. Two mi- I mean, last two minutes of football taken like longer than the oh, entire yeah. first quarter took. <laughs> like it's, it's they replay everything. It's just it's annoying. It's just ugh. oh, it's a scoring drive. Oh, let's review it. Yeah, <laughs> really. But that's what it, it's just because there's so much invested in it now. You know, if, if a receiver say has nine touchdowns versus ten, that that could make a big difference in his contract. You know, like yeah. it, there's so much money just being thrown around sports. I think they should do away with incentives in your contracts for sports. I don't think, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. It's big incentives. in trades, too. Like, oh, well, yeah. the, the value of this player is down because he didn't, you know, rush for 500 yards, you know. See, I'm pretty sure in fo- I don't know about other sports, but in football, I don't think your incentives hit against your cap. So that, that's where teams kind of make some cap yeah. space. You know that that's where like when Brady restructures, it goes to more like incentive things, and he's got to throw ten touchdowns in a season, so he hits that incentive <laughs> by you know week card, three. It's a gift card to Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, I don't think the incentives hit your cap the same way like salary portion but does. It's just like another one of those things that kind of takes away from the sport. Because th- imagine 
this would never be a scenario for Brady, but imagine he does need that 10th touchdown. And instead of running it up the middle, <clears throat> Seahawks, they throw the ball and yeah. throw a pick all for month. Like it's. Yeah. Well, you see it. Um, that happened. I forget who it was last year. He needed like five more receptions or something to hit his incentive. And they like didn't throw the ball to him. Good. I forget who it was. It may actually it may have been Jarvis Landry. I think he needed a few more receptions. Oh, or they, something. they screwed him then because he ended up in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just the, the the money rules everything in sport. It's just what it became. Yep. Thanks, Pete wrote. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he betted for his team. <laughs> I I have a One question. One step closer to putting him in the Hall of Fame now. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Are you gonna cry? I think we're, I think we're, I think they're a step clo- I think they're a step closer towards that happening now. I mean, now that sports gambling is I'll legal be and everything, pissed though if they do it after he dies. <laughs> I think that's when it's gonna happen. I'll be so pissed. Yeah. No one's really... gonna touch his fucking mark. No one's gonna get four thousand hits. Are you serious? Well, Austin Meadows just won. If Ichiro of the played here his whole career, <laughs> <laughs> if Ichiro played here his whole career, you probably would have blown it out of the water. Yeah, but he, but didn't. he didn't. He didn't. I know, but. You're saying nobody's going to touch it. We we already saw a guy. At least for not another twenty to thirty years, was now baseball is an all or nothing sport. Yeah, that's true. It's a home run or strikeout. You know, oh, New York Mets. There's not a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that just get base hits all the time. Jose Altuve, Joey Votto. Okay, but how old are they now? How old are who? How old is old Jose Altuve? Mid twenties. Okay, is he at a thousand hits yet? I don't. I know. I don't have I the stats. So. Altuve okay, might be. But I don't know, but he might be. No, but you're you're right, Kyle. I mean, I just like ruffling feathers. <laughs> the baseball is a very different game now than it was. There's much more power involved than there was. It's you are right. If, uh, Pete Rose was a cleanup hitter who hit just singles. Joe Mauer, <laughs> not gonna come close to it. <laughs> um, Joe Mauer. Kendall, did you watch the Mets game at all last night? No, no, I was working. I was watching it with Kyle's dad, and uh, they brought up a really interesting idea which i thought was terrible <laughs> the, the, the announcers yeah the announcers home announcers it, the uh that's the one yeah. i think so who are their home announcers uh gary Cohen. kyle gave me the nod gary Cohen and Keith ron Hernandez. darling and Keith yes so um the game went into extra innings so they're in like the 12th inning now they're they're talking about how they can adjust baseball for extra innings and they they threw out two scenarios and they were terrible <laughs> okay <laughs> the first one was any player bat any amount of times so kind of like like a a shootout and yeah. So so the example they gave was if you have Mike Trout, you can have him hit. If he hits a double, you put a runner on second and he hits again. <laughs> no, this is just to shorten the game. <laughs> yeah, they're saying this. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so then um, they said, instead of just repeat, repeating at bats, you can just change your whole batting order. So like if coming up in the top of the tenth. Say, again, Trout is supposed to be your fifth batter. Nope, he bats leadoff, and you just change everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that. But it's, it's interesting, but I, saying it. I just like it how it is. You know, I, don't the game player, goes... I don't think players would want to do that. No, no, me neither. If a game goes 20 innings, it goes 20 innings. It's baseball. But if you change the batting order, somebody's going to fuck up. Yeah. Oh, well, the Mets already did it this year. <laughs> in the first <laughs> the inning. leadoff guy. <laughs> also, they, they blew it in like the 14th. Of... past two weeks. Uh, Familia, he lost the, the, the save role. They have a, a gazelleman in there now, who was a starter a year ago. Um, just been absolute disaster. Uh, and it's it's the home run ball. Yeah. And who do we go? Who do we pick up? 
Jose Bautista. Jose Bautista, who, to his credit, has not played awful. He but, almost had a walk-off. But, you know, it's just like, hey, let's get somebody who's, you know, older, fit in with the other guys. We need some guys in the clubhouse that know the same type of jokes. It's only <laughs> a matter of time before you get Hanley Ramirez. It's going to happen. Fuck Jose I, Bautista. I, I know it's going to happen. Hanley's going to come in and play the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> a bad season. Yeah, he's done. Well, he's he's been done. Show, he's batting like 120. Yeah. Still a great rapper. <laughs> the best in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Real good at, uh, was it domestic violence also? Something like that, yeah. He's he's good at that, too. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you brought up rap music. Me and Kyle had an interesting conversation yesterday with his cousin, Brian. He would like to talk to you about uh, Southern hip-hop and how it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> he's just ignorant. <laughs> That's what it is. Shout out, Brian, if you're listening. Yeah, shout out, Brian, and I'm wearing your brother's work hat. <laughs> <laughs> Found it in my car before the show. Shout out to Safe Light. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. You know what? He could listen to all the J. Cole he wants. <laughs> and, you know, and how boring he is as a rapper. Great. Anyway, back to the sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I it's mean, on the fans, I guess, right? No one's showing up for games, so we got to shorten them. Come on, well, everyone, spend hundreds of dollars. Go. <laughs> no one's showing up to games because people are getting paid $100 million. That too. You want to invest all this money into it, you can't ask the fans to keep... You can't ask the fans to be like, hey, we're going to double the ticket prices because we wanted to give this guy that you like four times the amount of money yeah. he deserves. And you can't trust Derek Jeter to build a team, apparently. <laughs> well, now, hold on. Are you saying the Stanton trade was bad? I'm not saying the Stanton trade necessarily, but just every move other than that. He walked into a disaster down there. Yeah, but he, you tell it to Marcelo. But he, made, but he didn't. He didn't do anything to improve worse. it. I I don't think he's made it worse. I think he's he's gearing up for just the full rebuild. He got rid of that giant contract. Great. Don't get me wrong. Stanton was like their corner piece, but he traded the whole outfield. Yeah, trade everybody. But what drives me nuts is they hung on to Starlin Castro's contract, and they hung on to Rio Moto, who should just get dealt. He's got he's I, a huge piece and should be dealt. I thought for sure they were going to turn and trade Castro. There's no nobody reason. wants him. There's no reason not to trade either. because of the contract. I remember a couple weeks after the Stanton trade, they were talking that the Yankees might trade back for him. <laughs> it's like that'd be hilarious. They got the hype carried by him as a player, Starlin Castro. I mean, some of it was deserved. But it just has not been the product that there's been, you know, five years ago now. Yeah. And it's a shame. Because now you're right. It's like a, he's like a, an illness to the team. Like, <laughs> I just don't know. Real Muto has got to have so much trade value. He's a, yeah, a, but it's just like. Good catcher. Good the moments you don't want to trade every good player that they have. They have one. But that's the thing. Exactly. To me, I think they have to. You have to, it, yeah. especially in baseball. When you rebuild in baseball. You trade your good players to get prospects. You get rid of contracts and just you got to build through the front. You're going to be bad for a few years. I mean, the only team I can think that did a almost an instant rebuild was the Yankees last year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they weren't supposed to be good and they were a game away from the World Series. Um, you know, baseball I see is like a slower rebuild. Cuz the only problem is you don't know what you're getting out of prospects. They could easily be bust. Like Mickey Moniak. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I, I, I agree with you. But that that's part of the the process. I mean, if you trade your a top guy for three prospects and two of them turn out to be good, 
even you know if one of uh, whatever that's that's part of that process to rebuild because like the Roy Holiday trade with the Phillies they traded the, the main piece back to the Blue Jays with Kyle Drabeck he's now playing in independent league baseball yeah but also I mean the Yankees traded for Glabar who was a prospect at the t- you know what I mean like it, it, that's that's how it goes it's you take your chances I mean look at uh, Jose Bautista <laughs> Dick. <laughs> We're looking at the next great Met. <laughs> On the GL. Joey Bats. Speaking of. The Mets always have Noah Syndergaard. 10-day DL. Sore index finger. That's just the, 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 the dramas of every MLB player. It's a, it's a shame. I, I was talking about this with a guy at work. Hockey players must look at baseball players and just laugh at them. It's absurd. Just it's laugh absurd. at them. It's unbelievable. I mean... My side hurts from sleeping sometimes, but I still have to go to work. What did he wake up like? Ow! Oh God, I can't. I can't perform <laughs> for ten days. Yeah. Well, also, but I think that's kind of just baseball. I think that the the DL is almost like an arbitrary amount of time. I don't know why they have the the, the time set that it is. Why can't they just scratch him from a start? That's how it should be. I don't know why. Oh, someone can be hurt for two days, and you're on you know the forty day. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's just very arbitrary. It doesn't make any sense to me. It should just be, you know, you're you're injured until you're healthy. When you're ready to come back, you come back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Souls thoughts on the DL? It's whatever. So I I think they use it as a rest time sometimes for just rest and recuperation, right? Yeah. See, but yeah. but you can do the same without having to no. put them out for ten days. Well, he's really only missing two starts. So. But but what I mean is, if you're on the ten day deal, you have to be out for ten days. Okay. So think of it as an everyday player. They didn't Not, have to know. put him on the DL though. That's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm at. So like, say say like last night they went 14 innings. If for whatever reason they need him to pitch, but can your finger last an inning to get, you know what I mean? Like, no, I get it. It, it backs you into a corner. That's why they put him on the DL. Like, yeah, it's. I wish they had, like, a five-day deal. I think that would solve a lot of issues with pitchers because there's a lot of times a guy comes out because of, like, just soreness. He's fine, but, you know, he can't go on. And the 10-day deal, yeah, he's going to miss another start, which kind of sucks. It's just the uh, five-day would be great because you're not going to miss your next start and you could call up a reliever or somebody to fill the void. Is is that why they do If you're on the DL, are you still taking a roster spot? Yeah. Wow. But but it frees up a spot. It too. frees up a spot. Deal. You could. You so then, I, I guess that part makes sense. Whereas if you keep them active, like then you're essentially going in with twenty four guys. Yeah, yeah. But in the Cindergard case, it's what's that it's, sore it's, index. It's, it's laughable, and, and the Mets once again, it, it's become laughable. It's early yet, but you, Degrom had a good good start last night. He's been the bright spot. Yeah, and you know. Um, Still waiting on uh, like the, the Wheeler thing, you know, to be where is the Wheeler? You know, that has been expected. You know, that was in Las For Vegas. Four years. I don't know. Well, Zach Wheeler's just coming off of Tommy John. He's going to take a little while to get back. No, I understand, but it just it's it's a typical Johnny Mets thing. Venters came back from. Five. You know what though? <laughs> Tommy John surgery is no longer bad. That's a rite of passage for MLB pitchers. For real. <laughs> it, it's just it. It's only a matter of time. But it's just, it's just like. It's like you miss work. a year and then you come back. Yeah, you miss a year, you struggle for that year, then you go back to dominant form. Kyle, would you take just a voluntary Tommy John surgery? <laughs> no, <laughs> like you came this out is... throwing heat. I don't. I don't need it. We'll I don't pencil want you down. It. We'll pencil you down. How much time do you need off work? <laughs> ten, ten days. <laughs> <laughs> ten <laughs> ten days. I'd, I'd have to go back in ten days. 
But we're just gonna uh, trade you <laughs> for some prospects. Send me McDonald's. Yeah, get some guys from Arby's. Send me to Jake's. Yeah, that guy was back. really nice. That time we went, Kyle was chatting about the guy at Arby's. Remember your buddy? Fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> that guy. So yeah, we're gonna trade <laughs> Kyle for that guy from Arby's. Fuck all Arby's now. Wow. Kyle, can you oh, tell God us what damn. happened? You no, Arby's we're like done. We're done with this conversation. <laughs> what happened Let's at Arby's? Let's talk hawk, hockey, man. Hockey. Hockey. <laughs> Arby's got bought by Buffalo Wild Wings, so they stopped serving Pepsi products. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Even though, even though Buffalo Wild yeah, Wings still say. serves Pepsi. That's dumb. It's the best Coke he's ever had. That's right. <laughs> Anyways. Kyle, that was hilarious. Let's go to hockey. Capital right. took a 2-1 to one lead. Ovechkin playing very well. <laughs> he always plays well. Even if it doesn't light up the scoreboard. Riddler rolls his eyes three times. He knows it. Kyle watches Ovechkin play every season. He's a big reason why they're there. A third grader. Tell me, tell a me, third grader. Tell me why. Tell me I'm wrong. Me the same tell facts. me I'm wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying a third grader could tell me that too. Not all third graders. Most of them, but Most not all of them. Depends on the demographic. Come on, Paul. Let's hear it. Hear what? Come on. Come on, what? Hear what? I want to hear what you have to say about the Capitals. They're playing very well. Nice. Let's go Knights. Uh, <laughs> what do you, I don't know what you want me to say. Kyle, did, you just, did you just wrap nice. up our hockey talk? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say about uh, Ovechkin? That, like, not Ovechkin, just the series in general, guy. It's really great. You know what? Fuck your attitude. Okay. It is what it is. <laughs> I'll drink the frog water. It's very <laughs> Ooh, GSWD's frog water. 80 it's proof. Plus 10. <laughs> it's very compelling. I have no idea what to expect every game. Who are you rooting for, by the way? Doesn't matter. Don't care. But I, like, I, could... I would be 100% ecstatic with either outcome. Exactly. That's how I kind of feel, too. Because I want Ovechkin to get one. But it's it's a great story if the Golden Knights pull Listen, it off. If, if my Knights can pull it off, that'd no. be great. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Rangers fan or a Bruins fan? No, no. We talked about this already, Kyle. I just can't Is hype the up the Stanley fan? Cup. <laughs> that was the rule I was given. Gotta buy merch. <laughs> I, I've been looking. Not real till you get Not merch. Not a fan until you get merch. It's gotta be a lacrosse-style jersey, too. Mm. Oh, fuck you that. Don't say that word on the show. Wax. We probably just lost, like, three followers, but I don't care. Oh, now, we had, now we're down to two. Yeah. We gained one though. <laughs> <laughs> Love lacks. Love me some lacks. Um, I don't know. It's just first of all, we kind of talked about it earlier with the DL conversation. The Stanley Cup Finals have just proven that hockey players are far more tougher than any other sport out there at all. Absolutely. Ovechkin took a fucking puck to the face when he was sitting on the bench. Took his head, pulled it to the other side, shook his head, checked his teeth, and was fine to go. He started missing half of them. No, he's not. Could be. They could be dentures. I guess, Kyle. See? I'm Why not would wrong. you play with dentures in Kyle? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it just like it just proves, you know, a hockey puck is way harder than a baseball. Yep. It's got sharp edges. I, I and don't it think it travels, you know, like seventy miles an hour at all times. I don't think there's any athletes that play with more passion than hockey players. No. There's not. There, well there just is. I, mm, I don't think so. Mm, golf. No. What I, as like a soccer. Whole, I mean, as a whole, soccer. They're, they're probably tied, but it, but because it's, be, it's for the same reason. Global. It's because soccer yeah. and hockey are global sports. Yeah, but soccer players also like look at each other and then fall over. Yeah, but you can't kick a soccer ball without falling over. That's not true. And they, like, I can't kick it the way they kick it, but I can kick one. You can't dribble one. 
Maybe. I'm not getting around anybody, but I can do it. I mean, you got to keep in mind, like, they, they play a sport, soccer players, uh, I mean, we're not going to get into a soccer debate here, but they play a sport where they're not even allowed to use two of their four appendages. Arsenal! Oh. I'm not saying the sport is easy, but, like, when you watch, like, the... Give that to the candle, please. <laughs> like, the... the uh, Love Arsenal. <laughs> the soccer player, like, Oh, yeah, flops. no. It's, That's it's, what I mean. It, it's just, they're they're very good actors, also. It's like the NBA. My favorite is when the guy gets carried off in the little stretcher holding his knee, and then he comes back in, like, seven minutes. Yeah, but he screws his team over when that happens. I'll tell you what. I like the private stock. Because when that happens in soccer, like, so bad. the way it works is, like, they'll, they, when you get carried off, so, like, if, you, if you're if you cleared to go back in the game, you are not you can't go in until the next dead ball, so you just have to sit on the sidelines while your team plays with a man down for the entire time until the next dead ball. So it's, like, you have to, like... They don't like no no one's doing that unless you're actually got some pain going on, but you're not like you know like a serious knot, and they're gonna work it out real quick or something like that, because your team's playing a man down now. Did you ever watch the videos where like the guys keep dropping the stretcher? Yeah. Yes. Oh, those are just the best. There was one until you're on the stretcher. The guy kind of like was bent over to pick it up. He lifts the guy's face right into his like his grundle, like three times. But I don't know the Stanley Cup is it's very intriguing. It's very exciting. It's been entertaining. It's. Way better than the NBA Finals will ever be. Um, it's not the Stanley Cup we asked for. It's the Stanley Cup we deserve. That's right. Nice. We've had four different Stanley Cup matchups in the past four years, and we have seen the same two teams in the NBA Finals the past four years. <coughs> and I, I, I don't, I'm not going to buy into this bullshit of like what Draymond like or Clay Thompson. The rest of the league's got to get better. Blah, blah, blah. The league's there. The league is there 100. percent I'm sorry. I, I'll argue with any basketball fan. If Boston had one of their two stars able to play, someone that's got veteran experience, Celtics are going to the finals, not the Cavs. And if Chris Paul plays games six and seven, the Rockets are beating the Warriors. Yep. They just got it, by the injury it's just, it's just shitty circumstance. And, you know, the, the Warriors are one of those teams that they have, you know, elite athletes, and it, all it takes is one tiny little thing, and they'll jump right on it. And, and then the Cavs have the best player in the world. See, the thing with the Warriors, too... But, go, sorry, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, the way talking. I see it... I'm sorry. <laughs> the way I see it is, like, they have... You know, Durant came in, took less money to stay there. Clay Thompson's already talking about taking less money to stay... Like, they have these guys that are willing to not take the monster deals to stay together. Where that... In sports in general, that typically doesn't happen. Okay. I don't know, what was the point? I'm sorry. Because, like, the, the Warriors are on this dominating run because their guys are willing to take less money to stay together. Yeah, but I mean they're still not but they're still not the best team all the time. I mean like like the Rockets would have the Rockets if Chris Paul was able to play game 6 and 7 the Rockets would be in the finals. End of story. Chris Paul was Chris Paul was able to do whatever he wanted around Steph Curry. Made Steph Curry look like a garbage defender. It's like Kyrie did. And exactly. He he's, he's able to do whatever he wants. And when you put and he was able to play better defense. I mean, he, Chris, Steph Curry was still hitting his threes and driving the lane or whatever, but Chris Paul was able to get steals. He was able to cause bad passes that resulted in other turnovers because that's what he does. Then you got to put in, I don't even know who the backup point guard is for the Rockets, but they have to go out. Yeah, exactly. Nobody was able to chime well, in on that. They kind of used Eric Gordon. But it's I like, couldn't name a third player on the Rockets, guys. Now imagine, imagine <laughs> the Rockets the still had the one guy they were missing, Pat, Pat Beverly. If they had Pat Beverly, it would have been over. That rat. But it's just, you know. 
But it, it like it is what it is. But it's like people. Oh, the the league just needs to get better. They're the two best teams. Blah blah. blah. It's like okay. Look at fucking look at the NHL. You're gonna t- look at the Predators and look at the Penguins. They're the two best teams in their fucking conferences by far. Yeah, the Penguins have been to two Stanley Cups in the past four years, but Sid's a bitch. But it's just but they've been beat in the past four years. They were the best team for probably in the East probably the last four years, and they they only made yeah. two of the four. Yeah, they won them. The Predators have been the best team in the West for the past three years. They haven't won one. I mean. It, some of it can be attested to that. Yes, hockey does have a lot more uh, lucky or unlucky plays that happen, but at the same time, there's also. I mean, I've seen I've seen playoff hockey games that the players have played for 13 continuous minutes without a dead puck. In basketball, you're lucky if you get 45 seconds without a stoppage. Now, yeah, no, you're right. I don't know what you guys got going on over here. They're having a stare down. Jeff trying to get me mad. Yes. <laughs> I know Sid's a bitch. I just like him. <laughs> right, you like true. bitches. That's fine. So does He's really good. That's all that matters. And I it's know. just... I can't... It's really, you know, <laughs> it's awesome to see the Caps doing their thing. About time. You know, they finally, finally were able to get there. And About time. I don't give a shit what any NHL fan says, win or lose the Stanley Cup Finals... You can't call them choke artists this year. It just doesn't work. They're, they took a big step. Yeah, they went from being eliminated in the first round to first and second round <laughs> to fucking making it all the way to the Stanley holding a lead in the Stanley Cup. Although they're they're like that they're that team that's really bad at holding leads. They're way better. They're way better at like four minutes left in the game down three two than they are with like up six. One like one second left up six. <laughs> if if they end up winning, DC is gonna go crazy. Yeah, about time they got a It is going to be nuts. If they win the Stanley Cup, I think Mia Khalifa does porn again. Yeah? Good. We need to see her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not enough content out there. Go Soul. Capitals! Soul stamp of approval. come on our podcast? I'll tell you what, let me just you go see on what my I did there? Yeah, semen. Yeah. Nice. Seven. Kyle, go eat some Grand Benz. All right. I was thinking about doing that. We should do. I was thinking of uh, the private stock. We should start doing a foods. Like a, yeah, like healthy a, foods. No, like we we should we should get like um like pint bottles, right? And like we should just put different foods in at the at the end of the show, and then let it fester for the week, and then do the shots of it. Like we'll throw Dear some green God, beans. This took a turn. We'll throw some green beans and like and green beans and vodka for a week. <laughs> then like the next week we can do like Ches and wine. No, no we're not classy. Putting, yeah, we don't, well, we're also not putting. We're not, I'm not going to put cheese in something and then let. Chez. It. <laughs> What's Ches? Thank you. All right. Like, think about it. Like, maybe we take maybe we take some vodka and we uh, we drink half of it and then fill the other half with Reses Passes. Let it sit for a week and then take shots. <laughs> Three Musketeer bars. Oh my uh, God, Kyle! Uh, that was a stretch. That's yeah, a, yeah, that was yeah, a shot. Ahead. No, I do what I want. <laughs> I lived here. You know, I'm going to take one for that. Great but the same, like, I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's exciting. There's yeah. a lot. Of, I mean, let me hit it off first. You know. <laughs> Fucking what's his face? Holpe was, you know, just the fucking save of forever. So I remember you telling me about that, but then I saw last night he had like a real poor mistake or something. Yeah, it happened. He just kind of like left a puck out in front and just left. Yeah, it but there. he also made the save of the he year. Did. He did. You're right. He made probably one of the most incredible saves I've ever seen in fucking hockey ever. To be able to fucking switch directions and then get the paddle of your stick on something, it's absurd. It's been funny if he hit it all the way to the other goal and scored. Well, then Mark andre Fleury would have been the worst goaltender. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Because that puck would have been traveling 
maybe like 10 miles an hour. Just looking at it here. Oh, oh, five hole. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the, the Vegas Knights need to bring Barc-Andre Fleury to D.C. Give Marc-Andre Fleury some... Uh, that's the greatest thing that's happened to the <laughs> NHL. Fucking, there's a dog. They named him Barc-Andre Fleury. They made him goalie pads and everything. He's got a jersey. It's great. Hockey's awesome. I mean, you look at, like, you, you bring a pocket knife to an NFL game and you get thrown out and banned for life, but you, you can throw a fucking <laughs> 45-pound catfish onto the hockey rink and they're like... That was kind of cool. You're doing this every game. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the fish. <laughs> Hockey's just so much more exciting. Ooh, I see Jeff going to the, the bullpen. You're bringing the lefty, the Natagasserit. <laughs> now, is that one of the Natagasserits that Kendall and I brought to your house like six months ago? I don't know. Because that's a pretty... I don't think they make those cans. I think they've stopped my, doing those you cans. You guys now. brought them, and my dad... What did he say one time? He brought over the cans and said, like, did you know... Derek Hits it made a lager. <laughs> That's funny. That's well, not bad. I saw your dad at the Redemption Center. He said that. You know, it's funny. I was going to shake his hand. My hand was kind of dirty. He was just kind of dirty. We both look and goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just mash this sticky mash hand down. together. I wish he said, like, oh, you were turning those dirty water bottles? <laughs> you know what he said? He said, you boys have been busy. <laughs> I said, yes, sir, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, it's time to go into break. Um, we'll be back next hour with Riddler's Rankings. I thought you were doing Riddler's Rant this week. Yeah, I decided to do Riddler's Rankings. All right. So who's got a topic? Sid's a bitch. Jeff does. Jeff's got I the topic. Don't have a topic. We'll announce it when we come back, and uh, you'll topic. get Riddler's Rankings. We will also be talking about uh, greatest bus in MLB history. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Jerks. Yeah. We're all still here. I'm not. What? I'm not here. Souls, you're here. Come on. <laughs> we all know it. You can't see me. All right, that's true. We're here on uh, Facebook Live, so head on over. Look at look at Paul's new Dwight Schrute shirt. Big Got fan. Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> we got a... Peter Pino says he's uh, tanning naked in the booth, so big shout out to him. Nice. <laughs> Souls is also naked, as you can see in the video. In the studio, <laughs> in Peter's chair. <laughs> 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 That's not Souls. <laughs> so here we have Riddler's rankings. Is that the intro? Yes. Oh, what do you nice. got for us, Paul? Well, the topic J-Mart came up with. J-Mart, what's the topic? Modern era... We'll narrow that down to best defensive centers in the NBA. Okay. All right. So I'd like to start with some honorable mentions. Uh, so the way I approached this um, was, like, I, I included players that played before 2000, but I kind of based it off of, like, the productivity from 2000 on. Um, so, like, <coughs> obviously, like, you know, like players like, you know, I'm not. This is. I'm going to say someone that's not on the list, but like Mike, like on, um, I'm going to say Michael Jordan, like a uh, Kobe Bryant, for example. Like he played in the '90s, but I would have only looked at what he did from 2000 on. Okay, so uh, I'd like to start with some honorable mentions. Um, uh, my honorable mentions are Marcus Camby, uh, Tyson Chandler, and I know I'll get a cringe out of Jeff on this one, but Yao Ming. Um, even though he was ju- he was very you know very big, just a big guy, but at the end of the day, that just 
causes defensive problems for all kinds of people. That guy was huge. Yeah. I remember huge him in NBA bitch. Street. <laughs> Nate Robinson blocked his bitch ass. <laughs> I remember Yao Ming in NBA Street. NBA Street V3, the best team that you could possibly use was Baron Davis, uh, Tyson Chandler, and Yao Ming. You couldn't shoot the three, but you were just unstoppable if you decided to drive. And Game Breakers were really funny because Yao Ming would be like a centimeter off the ground. But he'd be putting it between his legs. All right, so at number five, I've got Alonzo Mourning. Uh, Two-time Defensive Player of the Year, uh, averaged 2.8 blocks per game over his career and eight and a half rebounds. Um, He made number five because he, a lot like some other players on my list, did play a, a good portion of his career in the 90s where he did have a lot of defensive prowess then. In the 2000s, he was only defensively dominant until right about the time the the Heat won the championship. I think he played like two more years after that. Um, but he was just he still was always just a defensive guy. And he was very, very limber and quick for somebody as big as he was. He was very thin. Played for some fun teams. Yeah, yeah that's right. Charlotte <laughs> played for uh, Miami, obviously. Um, I think he played for the Nets, too, didn't he? They didn't. No, I think that was Marcus Camby that played for the Nets. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so moving on, number four, um, even though this person did almost all their humongous do- defensive dominating resume builders in the 90s, he's got to make the list, and it's Dikembe Mutombo at number four. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, he would have been higher, but if we're doing just from 2000s on, he did win a defensive player of the year in 2001. Um, at the end of the day, I think he's like, Fourth all time in like rebounds or something like that. He's second in blocks. He averaged almost, um, he averaged almost three blocks a game, just over ten rebounds. Four time in first career, four time defensive player of the year, three times block leader. Guy's just insane. Terrible offensive player though. Uh, he averaged. I think he he averaged. Yeah, he was one point or he was point two shy away from a double double for his career. Just had brick hands. But he shot fifty two percent from the floor for a career. Jeez, when he could just dunk all the time. Okay. Uh, number three, Big Ben Wallace. Uh, <laughs> ben Wallace meme, number three, question mark. I know. <laughs> uh, four-time defensive player of the year. Played exclusively pretty much in the 2000s. Didn't really do anything productive after 2010. <laughs> um, four-time defensive player of the year. Uh, two blocks a game. 9.6 rebounds per game. Um, the guy was just a dominant presence. Team stopped driving the lane because he was down there. Also offensively just inept. Um, also played for some fun teams. That but, 04 Pistons squad. Yeah, but I'll say he's, he's a championship winner. And part of the reason I put him at third was very, very slim reason. So I don't want to get hung up on this. But his defense was very good. But I don't think it was – his defensive ability was detrimental to him playing for the Pistons. The Pistons didn't need him because they still made it to two Eastern Conference championships without him. But he didn't really do much after he left. I think that he was one of those players that really, really fit the Pistons. Um, but he was just—he'll always be one of the best defensive centers of all time. Uh, number two, throw. Dwight Howard. Um, I think Dwight Howard gets a bad rap. I feel like a lot because of his uh, emotional antics on the court, just being a big baby. Um, and I think you know when he has really bad offensive out shows which I feel like really take away from his defensive prowess because we don't often see a big man that's so offensively and defensively ta- talented as Dwight Howard can be. But, I mean, so far in his career, he's averaging two blocks a game and 8.8 rebounds per game. 
He's a three-time defensive player of the year, five-time rebound leader, two-time block leader. I mean, the guy is he's just he's an animal down low. He's 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 so good defensively. He, you know, I I do agree with I think what almost everybody would say, obviously much better as a Magic defender than he was as a Laker or a Rocket or uh, a Hornet. But 30-30 game though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, yeah, the the, the game after the Sixers game we went to. <laughs> and then the game after that Kemba dropped like 50. So luckily we didn't get both of them. Could you imagine, oh, imagine Kyle's face if we went there, Kemba dropped 50, Dwight had 30-30, Ben Simmons tore his ACL. Wow. Not that hit the year. We've <clears throat> yeah. seen Kyle cry um, for four hours the and whole And then, I mean, home. I don't really think there's much of a surprise at number one. The real Superman? Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. I mean, again, he's one of those players that he, pl- I mean, <laughs> Shaq played for 20 seasons. Um, Did he really? Yeah, he was drafted in 92 and he retired in uh, 2011. Wow. Played, I didn't realize that. He played 20 seasons in the NBA. And towards the end of his career, played for a lot of teams. That's right. But he also, but but for the most part, he played almost like 20 full seasons. He was never like, at the end of his career, he wasn't one of those guys that was like only playing 14 games for like, you know, yeah. a team. I think he had like, I think he got hurt when he was a Magic. I think like his third season, he played like 50 games. But he played like, for the most part, almost all the games. But he averaged two and a half, uh, not wrong, wrong guy. He averaged uh, just over two blocks a game, 11 boards per game in 20 seasons. He's one defensive player of the year. He's been rebounding leader. He's been block leader. He's just he deceptive because he's physically bigger than all of these guys that we put on the list. He's not taller than Yao Ming, but just he's a husky individual. He's always been bigger, but he's so freaking quick for somebody that big. Right. His footwork was his footwork's amazing. amazing. What he could do offensively is mind boggling, but defensively he was just as good. And he's just he's just He's the most dominant big man we've ever seen. I think my favorite thing about Shaq was when he was in that saw. What was it? The, one of the scary movies. Oh, scary movie four. Him and him and Doctor <laughs> Dr. Phil. Phil. Yeah. All you got to do is make this free throw. <laughs> and he hits Phil in the head with a brick. <laughs> but that's my list. There's the rankings. Riddler's rankings. Any discrepancies from the uh, the two NBA fanatics here? You got a lot of applause from Kyle. I mean, Jamart. Any any any. Uh... Disgruntleness. I want to put Gobert on there, but you, I can't really find anyone to take off that list. So no. I think Gobert could be on that list. He will be in some years, yeah. but could not. Couldn't help but notice though. Omar Seek wasn't on there. There's good reason for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can take that. He's being black. Well, there were some other people though that had some considerations. <laughs> um, Brad Miller, Al Gort- Horford, Gortat. <laughs> no, but you know, you know who, you know who. Honestly, it creeped into my mind. That I, the only reason the he didn't make, was just because just his stats weren't as impressive. You know who creeped in my mind immediately, though? Zadruno oh. Gauskas. He's Big very Z. underrated. Big Z was a very good defender. You What's know your... who wasn't? The guy that he just said. I didn't hear what he said. Remember Okor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy could only shoot the three, and that was it. He was the one that played with AK-47, right? Yeah. Yeah. Him, yeah. He was part of a fun squad. No, oh, that jazz team was awesome. Yeah, Darren AK-47, Williams. Darren Williams. Oh, you also forgot Big Al Jefferson. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I'll take that. <laughs> so... Neem, For you right? guys. Oh, Peter Al- says Rebecca Lobo. Uh, he could take a shot, too. <laughs> the splash on the, the camera. <laughs> Listen, Al Jefferson, fantastic offensive center. That guy is horrendous on defense. It's like me playing defense. Uh, let's go for block. Uh, just take the layup. Now, it's funny because I, I was – it really hurt me because Tyson Chandler's always been one of my favorite players, and I'd love, I would have loved to include him in this, but he just doesn't have the stats to back it up. But – Tyson Chandler is probably one of the most clutch big men there's ever And also had. the reason why the Mavericks won that series. 
Joakim. Joakim. In the beginning of his career. Shut up. Before he got hurt. <laughs> before he went to the Knicks. Shut up. No, before he got hurt because he was he was bad in his last second. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Riddler's then, rankings. Then he went to the Knicks and had a fun time. I'm liking the Riddler's rankings. You know, it's funny. Whenever, like, a new person, like, I talked to some kid at work, and uh, he asked what team I like, because we were talking about the finals, and I was like, a Knicks, and he just said, God bless, and walked away. <laughs> Kendall, <laughs> I think, I think it's you're kind up. of the universal reaction <laughs> I get. Kendall, I think you're up for Riddler's rankings next week. Next week? All I right. You, I think you're the only one who hasn't picked one. I think you're right. So we'll have a good one. So I think Mock did the initial one. And then I, think I did the second one. I Souls did the I initial did. one. Yeah. Rebecca's done one. Wait, have I done this four weeks now? Yeah. Rebecca also still needs to get a shot of the uh, private stack. This is true. Come on, drink some frog water, Rebecca. All right, hold on, let's pot you up. that GSWD frog frog juice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Rebecca is live oh, in your neighborhood. And here goes the mic stand. Oh, my God. The mic stand is fine. <laughs> All right, I'll get you guys. All right, uh, so it smells like apples. <laughs> <laughs> so while Rebecca's doing this. Stash ball would make a great court I saw cleaner. That too. <laughs> you know the guy with the mop in between timeouts. Uh, he'd fall on his face though, Peter. You know it. That's that's why it'd be great. That's why you're saying that. Plus, you also just want to see him get teabagged by people three times his size. Oh yeah. So who had one of my mountain animals? That's not bad. I put one in the fridge for me. Oh, okay. Do you want to fight about it? No, I was just wondering. Where Big whoop. Want to fight about it? All right. Rebecca said it was delicious, and she can't wait to have more. Um, I see your cues. Uh, I think you still have them. I do. So, yes, you can see his keys. Frog water. Frog water. Guaranteed to give you warts on your tongue. Oh, man. Um, So, anyway, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Kwame Brown. Well, here you go. Well, you gotta do yours first. You gotta do yours first. Do an order. fine, but he gets stewed for that one. Oh. What am I supposed to do? Pass it to Kwame Brown? Roy Hibbert. (laughs) He was actually pretty good defensively. I know. Uh, So, uh, biggest bus... An MLB history. So I'll take the lead off on this one. Uh, no. Yeah, too late. Um, I'm going to go with Brian Bullington. Oh, fuck off. From the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> no one even knows who he was. Exactly. So he's not... He was drafted <laughs> first overall. And his, and his, he played five seasons. One and nine with a 5.24 ERA. He, he, got he only pitched ten games in five years. Well, it's yeah. ten decisions. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he just sucked. Jeff knows. See, I think that baseball should change the stat stat line because it wouldn't it wouldn't screw with anybody. Like you know, like their stats. Like I'm not saying change anything that determines the stats, but they should treat it kind of like hockey standings. So like if if you go out there and you pitch 40 games in a season, I don't know if that's a lot. I'm not really that great with baseball. Yeah, that's way a above lot. the average. Okay, so let's say you pitch 30 games in a season. Better. Right, okay, starter. Yeah. So let's say you go. Let's say you get 12 wins and eight losses, 10 no decisions. Your thing should be 12, eight, and 10. Just so, just so people know how many kids, it's, it's like, oh, he went 12 and 4. Yeah, but he pitched like 32. Okay, so that means no decisions. And it's like, just make it like the hockey things, you know, like wins, losses, and ties, or, or overtime losses, whatever. I think that would yeah. be good. I got no problem with that. I got a problem. Shout out to Brandon VC for listening. Brian Bullington. <laughs> I don't know how he even made the majors because he walked everything. Everything that stepped in the play. Mike Trout, Giancarlo, all these guys, they couldn't give him enough run support. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> All right, you could cut that out. <laughs> Mark, do you have one? <laughs> Live radio, yeah, just cut uh, that I out. Don't, I don't. I was, actually, I'm sorry, I do. Um, we were talking, and, and for some reason, like, I couldn't think of any Yankees ones for some reason. Nothing, like, popped into my head, but I came oh, up with Oh, Derek Jeter. No, no, no. 
I came up with a few Red Sox ones. Um, I remember Will Middlebrooks was supposed to be really good. Yeah, that's fair. He had a good rookie year. He uh he was actually on he's in the Phillies farm system now, which is like yeah. a slap in the face. On to the any ball on the double A team, he's really <laughs> bad in the show. Strikes out a lot. He's out for the year. Um, but I remember like Rosny Castillo had so much hype oh, coming yeah. in. Bad at two twelve. <laughs> and then like uh, Dice K had one good season. Done. He was a Met. Yeah, the Mets have a lot of uh, pitchers, relief pitchers especially, uh, to come up. Uh, one that comes to mind immediately is Ryoto Igarashi. Now, here's a guy who came with a lot of hype. And this is in the late 2000s where the Mets were just dreadful. And, uh, hey, he's a guy who's going to, you know, strengthen the bullpen. You know, he's going to be the guy to eat up, you know, two innings. And, uh, yeah, that's what he did. He hit the bottom of the keyboard on radio. I was going to say, what was <laughs> that? <laughs> Another Met, Kaz Matsui. Hey, hey. You know, Garcia hey. played for Pittsburgh as well. And he did. Just as bad. Yeah. And don't you say anything bad about Kaz Matsui. You know why? Because I have stuff to say about Kaz Matsui. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he is the worst player the Mets have ever had. I hate him. Hate Even him. more than Jason Bay? No, Jason Bay was just the wrong place, wrong time, wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> But you got his bobblehead. I did. Um, I got him on Jason Bay Bobblehead Day, sponsored by... Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you got Jason Bay Bobblehead on fucking Jose Reyes Bobblehead Day. Well, shot. Sorry, imagine, we were sponsored, sponsored, Imagine getting rid of Jason Bay and Jose Bautista. Sponsored by time. Golden's Mustard. And Jason Bay didn't play on Jason Bay Bobblehead <laughs> Day. <laughs> now he sits on the floor of my bedroom. Is he still in the league? No, I don't think God, so. No. He's been gone for a while. Really? He was really good with Boston. He yep. killed it with us. And then, you know, like Neil Huntington likes to do, we oh, someone's successful, get him out. <laughs> We're not paying him. One for the White Sox is Gordon Beckham. Never lived up to the hype he was supposed to. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't put him in the classifications of biggest bus. No, but he's There's bus. much bigger bus, like Dominic Brown of the Phillies. He had a good, great half of a year. He had a good month. <laughs> had Where is he now? Where is he now? How old is he? Probably 28. I'm not arguing with you. Exactly, so shut up! All right, mister, all my favorite pirates are bust. What about Lasting's Millage? Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) That guy's a legend. That guy hit third And I'll tell you what. (laughs) We were discussing Souls and I. We want to get a shirt. It doesn't matter what sport, a player who's played for all our teams. I think we just get made up Lasting's Millage, Yankees, White Sox. No way. He was a White Sox. Soho. No way. Louis Soho. No. Thad Young. Thad Young. <laughs> That's the next big upcoming guy, Thad Young. Actually, you know him personally. I do. We made a guy, or Jeff and I made a guy last night in the show. His name's Thad Young. He's a six foot one, two hundred and seventy pound third baseman from North Dakota. He's got a uh, Bob Ross afro with mutton chops and a mustache to match. Uh, he wears uh, c- completely blacked out tinted aviators with gold frames in the game and eye black. <laughs> Um, he wears the uh, the stance socks. Oh yeah. Um, all gold cleats and a gold glove. He stands up like, okay, I'm gonna knock this one right out of the park right here. Okay, really, really nice fluid swing. Well, it's funny because I was commentating like what he would be saying like during the at bats or whatever, and it got to like a three two count, and I was just like, Thad Young doesn't take walks. Don't care where this is, we're swinging. <laughs> took the walk. <laughs> <laughs> took the walk. <laughs> Thad Young is the guy's just like there was a we made the joke. Uh, a ball boy out in right field, 
made like a really good catch on like a, a ball hit, you know, into foul territory or whatever. And Thad Young to call a timeout in the game to go over and shake his hand, <laughs> tell him good job. He's all about the he's all about the troops. He's got pine tar everywhere. Ah, uh, Ryan Roberts is listening. Thank you for tuning in. I won't do the the hey hey hey. I can't do it nearly as much. Come on, again. just do it. I just I can't. I, I, do it. I'm gonna be embarrassing. Do it for Ryan. I'll do it for Ryan. Hey, hey, hey. See, no good. I knew as soon as I said it. What do you think of Chuck Knobloch? All right, Souls. We're on a we're on a groove here. <laughs> um Maybe. As a second baseman, yeah, I mean he 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 had a how long did he play? I'll be on it. Here, here's the thing about Chuck. Now, I was really young when he played, so so I don't know. It was in the Scott Brocious era. Yeah, I, I liked Scott Brocious a lot. Tino, Tino, Bernie, Paul O'Neill, Bernie, uh, Posada. Bernie. He got fat. Well, that was in Holy Lachina. Yeah, Chuck Knobloch got arrested Spencer. not too long ago. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch couldn't uh, throw the you know, ball. You know who I just thought of that was a Yankees one? Shelly Duncan. Oh yeah. He came. Up, I remember the first season. He was, he was a, a monster. And then he just disappeared instantly. It was kind of insane how fast he fell just off the grid. Listen, he wasn't a wasn't a bus hitter. Now, Kyle, I want your opinion here. What about Marcus Giles? Second baseman Marcus Giles. What about right. what about Paul Wilson? Mark Pryor, pitcher, Cubs. What about Paul Wilson? Paul Wilson. He's a pitcher for the Mets. He was drafted number one overall. You know who was drafted after him? Who? Paul Konerko. And then really? Jason Veritek. I can even remember Paul <laughs> Wilson. I can't. <laughs> I won't well, say he Pryor's sounds like a guy a bust. <laughs> who? I'm not going to say Pryor's a bust. Oh, really? Why not? He was dominant. For how long? The thing is, we, four or five. we can encompass this to all sports, because I mean, we all I know have. bust. But like, you know one thing that, you know one person a lot of people will, will put on lists of like greatest sports busts of all times, and it really pisses me off? Sean Livingston. That's bullshit. Sean Livingston was killing it for the Clippers. Then he had one of the most gruesome injuries we've ever seen in basketball. And that's why I really can't and then he, say and then, he goes on, then he goes on to win championships with the Warriors. And, and he's playing as a very serviceable backup. To, so, I mean, he's not going to be the starter. And Sean Livingston probably could be a starter on a team. I used to have a jersey. And he a threw it away because he thought he was a bust. No, I you threw know, it away because <laughs> it didn't fit no more. You know, Kyle also has a jersey of a Steelers great oh. Ham Hayward, and I bought it for Christmas. See what I you went, started? I went store to store to store he in the not. greater New Haven County area. You went to Modell's area. and found it. <laughs> the greater New Haven <laughs> County. And so, but I did go to Modell's. Area. And I did buy the jersey. Okay. And you know where it is? It's probably in a landfill somewhere. Is that so much he cares about it? No, uh, some, Jordan Pacheo? Somebody's currently wearing it at yeah. uh, Gravel Street. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's a pillowcase. Colin Cowgill? So now, if we go beyond baseball, well, I can, everyone the next is that where you were going, Paul? Well, I said if we go beyond baseball, we could name some other players from other sports too. But so, like for example, I'll lead it off. Um, every rookie that was drafted by the 76ers in between Andre Iguodala and Joel Embiid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know who really sucked? Rodney Carey. You guys know who that is? Yep. Rodney Carney. I'm sorry. Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, Rodney Carney, the worst first round. Yeah, we ever just seen. talked about yeah. Okafor and who he got drafted in front of. Devin Booker and Christoph Porzingis. Ouch. Well, here's the thing. You guys were not happy about Porzingis when he was drafted. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, what's this you guys? I'll be the first to admit. <laughs> what's the you guys thing? I could care less. Well, Okafor, Bulls fans I, I, mean, I meant Jeff that. and other Knicks Okafor, fans. Okafor was supposed to be better than Embiid yeah. coming out of the draft. He was supposed to be the best center. They and said he's not that. All right. I feel like he would fit back in the day. He doesn't fit in today's basketball. That's the same reason Hernan Gomez got the out in New York. Because he's an old school center, and for whatever reason, 
He didn't have the jump shot that other centers have. Well, Willie hit a three when we were there. These centers <laughs> could learn something about old school centers because when we did Riddler's rankings, you notice that none of them were on it. Old, no, no modern like like past like eight years centers were on this list. I mean, Dwight Howard's active, but he was drafted in two thousand and four. No, I know. What about Mecca Okafor? What about Miles Turner? Mecca Okafor <laughs> would be an honorable UConn mention, great. but he wasn't big enough. No, I'm talking about like you don't think he's a bust or. Michael no. Okafor, no, no, because he, no. he hasn't no, really been like the no, superstar no, he was supposed. No. He wasn't. I don't think he was supposed to be a superstar. He wasn't. We were just Connecticut Dick Riders. We were Connecticut Dick Riders. He was also a four. He he was one of the players that he, he didn't get drafted after a second year. He played four years in college. Got a good UConn bus. Assume to be. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey. Come on now. <laughs> also, See, Josh Boone. Anyone that comes. Although in. he wasn't really a bus, he just sucked. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Villanueva, kind of. He was guys okay. come out of UConn, everyone gets all hyped because we're, yeah. we're from Connecticut. But Ben Gordon was good. It doesn't make them like for the first great. like seven years. Then he fell off. Yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. Ben Gordon was good until he left the Bulls. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still. I think he's the all-time Bulls leader in three-pointers made. AJ sure. Price. I see Jeff wants to car- call uh, Markel Fultz a bust already. He's, l- he's just looking at him. I do. But <laughs> it's too early. We'll find out. You know who's a bust for the NFL, though? Vernon Golson. Vince Young. Vernon Golson. <laughs> Jamarcus Didn't Russell. Didn't record a sack. That's a very forgettable name. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that Jamarcus Russell is a bust of is the button in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my football, God. Football, I think, so fat. <laughs> football seems like just easier, at, le- at least for me to think back on bust, just because oh, yeah. especially the first rounders are so, like, hyped up. Kevin Big White. <laughs> I mean, think of... Well, like, Kevin White, the injury thing. Think of Eric Flowers. <laughs> yep. Remember like, Matt Liner? Like coming out of the, the 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 big game for Vince Young and all that, I think everybody in the world watched that Rose Bowl game. Comes the NFL, you know, garbage, garbage. Ryan Leaf. You know the funny part is I saw this this show on NFL Network because I'm a slave to that channel, and they they met against once in the NFL. I don't know if it was like two years later. And yeah. Vince Young did it again. <laughs> Drove like 98 yards yeah. down the field and scored and beat him. You know what's a good name? Maurice Claret. Maurice Claret. Yeah, cool. Who was he? <laughs> he was a running back for Ohio State. Supposed to be this phenom of a running back. Kept getting arrested, got drafted by the Broncos in the third round. Supposed to be once-in-a-lifetime so talent. So Josh Gordon? <laughs> Just worse. You know who Maurice Corrett is. Yeah, I don't remember him being a Bronco, though. I, uh, he got drafted Greg, by the Broncos. Greg Hardy. Yeah. Not a bus. He was really good with Carolina. Well, he's an MMA fighter. Yeah. And a recovering addict. <laughs> of being a douche. Yep, he was addicted to being a douche. <laughs> I mean, that's the obvious ones, like Ryan Leaf. We all know that story, you know. Could you imagine if he went before Peyton Manning? I think that would only worsen the, the notorious person that he is now. Might have changed, man. Could have been good for Indianapolis. Maybe, but probably not. Does a lot of uh, self-help hey, guys, like, seminars about, now. Yeah. Every Browns draft pick in the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Joe Thomas, first rounder? Yeah. Except Joe Gordon Thomas. Thomas. Uh, all right. Josh Gordon. All right. I wouldn't call Gordon a bust. I don't think he's a bust. They also drafted Joe Hayden. I would only call him a bust and due TJ to the Ward. fact that he hasn't actually done was what he? he was supposed to do. Who? Which, Gordon. Yeah, but he's also been injured by cannabis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you guys know who Charles Rogers is? Yeah. Lions receiver? Yeah. Yeah. Big time bust. But you have his jersey. Nope. <laughs> Wanted it. It's actually also, framed. Hayden's overrated. 
You know, I Kyle's I was like, looking at a you. He was fantastic as a Brown. He wasn't fantastic. He was. He was on the field for ninety percent of every game he played. That's why he might have had good stats. Because the Browns couldn't fucking have an offensive drive. Lost more than one of the top cornerbacks. Nah. He also had a uh, steroid bust. Um, I mean, back in like 2008, I think it was. Kyle likes that though, Joe. uh, The Blackhawks selected a guy named Kyle Beach. He was like a really promising top prospect power forward guy, was and he's he, the he's the only player the Blackhawks have picked in like the last forty years that never played an NHL game. Was he balding with red hair? <laughs> what was he balding with red hair? No, fuck. Is it there Beach? he is. Last name was Beach. <laughs> Walrath. <laughs> Shout Kettle's out Wally got, Beach. Kettle's not balding though; he's just turning gray. It's true. Joey Harrington. What's the what's the 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 gray pube situation? That's going well too. Very well, thank Good. you. <laughs> <laughs> Silver Fox up top, Silver Snake down low. But I I was looking at a an NFL bus list the other day. Do you guys remember David Wilson? That was on the Giants. Yes. He was drafted. I, I forget how what round it went up, but he had like a great like rookie season. Everything was looking up, and then he came in and like broke his neck and wasn't able to play anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were calling him a bust, and I I don't think he should be. No, that's <laughs> just because like right he was looking like great. Render. Yeah, and now he, he I think he was. At the Olympic trials or something for running, like he he was trying to be like an Olympian now, but I don't like when you when you can call someone a bust because like they got hurt. No, I hate that. We'll throw one out there for Shane if he's listening. He's supposed to be here today. How about uh, Rangers? Rangers pick Dylan McIlrath. Guys played like forty games, yeah. in, like, five seasons. Just he was he like garbage shot from like out of nowhere to like top prospect real quick and then just sucked. <laughs> you know, I really had high hopes for him. I don't know. Paul's favorite player, Joey Harrington. Hey, I like him. Now, he, now he's now it's in college football. With the rest of those hags. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of those hags. <laughs> Whoever couldn't hack it in the NFL just goes back right to college football announcing. Hey, gotta, gotta live those glory days, I guess. <laughs> There's a lot more teams to call games for there. Many conferences. I mean, and... Albert Hainsworth. Oh, yeah. He was good. He just sucked when he got the big contract. I, mean, I don't know. He, he's just a big guy. I mean, I hate this. Casey Hampton, I mean, I, he's a stealer. I love him, but no. he's just, no, a, no, just no. a big guy. Oh, I thought you were going to call him a boss. You know, Jim, oh, no. this guy played for the Saints also. Jeremy Shockey? He wasn't a boss. No? No. No, As- pre- asshole, yes. <laughs> asshole, yeah. But he had, produ- but, I mean, he had he productive was- seasons with the Saints. He had productive years with the Giants. He had, he had that one great season with the Super Giants. Bowl champion. Also, big rat. Two-time Super Bowl champion? <laughs> he technically has two, but he was uh, he was hurt for the one with the Giants. That was when Kevin Boss stepped up and Kevin took Boss. over. <laughs> and then he went on to Oakland <laughs> and, and ended his career. <laughs> David Carr? Not... I don't I don't want to say he's a bust, but he technically is. I don't know. He didn't have the hype. That team was bad. He just he got sacked all the time. It wasn't his fault. The, the offensive line was like me out there. It was a joke. <laughs> I'd call Patrick Robinson a bust from the Saints, but he actually had a very good year for the Eagles, and now he's back. So he's going to suck again. Yeah. <laughs> now we have a dope about, secondary. Let's throw one out there. Peyton Hillis. You made yeah. the Madden cover, yeah. man. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, on the, so was Vince Young. <laughs> so he's still a bust. You know, so, so was Eagles we, Michael Vick. <laughs> oh, I miss him. We should he put you on the Madden cover. cover. Hmm? What? We should put Souls on the Madden Why, cover. Why, so I can get hurt? 
Tommy John surgery. Um, That's right. Voluntary. It's <laughs> like every bone in my foot. Oh, goodbye. shout out to Peter Pino. He just tuned into Facebook Live. Ooh. He's got a notification. That's why I said it. Oh. <laughs> There's a joke, Mark. Okay. Ooh. Let's arm wrestle right now on the air. I don't want to do that. I like the <laughs> I like the slap the mic out of the way for it. Aaron Brooks. Like Take that back. Point guard Aaron Brooks? No. Well, he kind of was too. But you quarterback really, really of the Saints Aaron there? Brooks. Was he not a bust? He was amazing. Listen, he wasn't that bad. The Saints were just that bad during that time that it was kind of all But then he went to Oakland. He was fine on Oakland. And also sucked. Well, Oakland was also equally bad. Matt Flynn? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> No, Matt Flynn, he holds two six-touchdown games. Is that Does correct? He? I think he's got two. Kyle Orton. He won a few games. <laughs> Tim Tebow and Johnny Manziel on the chat. Well, see, I kind of <laughs> said Manziel just in the every Browns pick, but Tebow, yeah. <sighs> Tebow's tough. Tebow got screwed. Oh, my God. Here we go. Why don't you just marry him? That guy earned a shot. He, I'm not saying he would have <laughs> been great, but he earned the chance to do it again. He got kaepernick before Kaepernick. For the complete opposite yeah. reason. But nobody cares about Tim Tebow. Hey, Except just play you. the sport. Don't don't bring your personal shit. That's but like you go to work. That's what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's all he did. He was a man of Christ, and apparently <laughs> the NFL's not okay with that. Who was the quarterback for the Bengals that was a bust? The what? Andy Dalton. Josh Johnson. <laughs> AJ McCarron. Wait, who are we talking about? Uh, it was like in the like late 90s. Okay. Kendall knows who I'm talking boomer about. Boomer Smith. No, not Boomer. Uh, Ken. Um... Something Smith. Something Smith? Yeah. There's so many Smith, John, I, Jacob, uh, Jingleheimer. <laughs> I thought it was, I, it was Ken something, I thought, but maybe I'm wrong. Do you do you consider Manziel a bust? I didn't hear what you said, Jeff. Well, how many? Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah he was a top pick. Hyped. Right. I, I, I do also, but I think he's going to be back in the NFL at some point. Killing I, I think he, he, there's no reason he's not. Other than himself, and it's it's just unfortunate. That's you know, I think the the Browns was the worst system for Akil him. Akil Smith. To. Oh yeah, I actually forgot about that guy. Another yeah. name, John Kitna. Hey, fuck that. John Kitna was serviceable for every bad team in the NFL. When did that's he get fine. drafted? He won a couple on, games. When did he get drafted? Because I I really don't know. So that's gonna determine to me if he's a bust. If he was a top pick, sure. You guys but listening he, on Facebook? Sorry, Jeff. Tell us your busts. I thought you were done talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to know no. about Kitna now. Real bad. Come on, Kyle. Kit- I kept that quiet enough. <laughs> Listen, I think John Kitna was serviceable. That's what I mean. Like He was a great backup. He started, what, for the Cowboys for a while? Cowboys-Lions. Hey, what was the kicker's name that got drafted in the second round by the Bucks? Uh, Robert Aguayo. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> There was this big thing, like, he never missed a kick in college football. His, like, second attempt in the NFL just boots it to the left. Blair Walsh? Oh, that guy from the Chargers right. this year sucks. Oh, the, the young ho Koo that you're talking about? <laughs> That's Jeff's favorite kicker of all time. He's amazing. <laughs> Actually in a racquetball club together. Jeff's much better than him. I tell you, that, it, it's got to be tough. Like, imagine being the player. Where, like, you're coming in with so much hype around you. Yeah. And then you just crap the bed. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> just hard. <laughs> well, you, you think about, like, a guy, like, 
I thought Vince Young was going to be the greatest quarterback that we, we've ever seen. Because he, he, he's a big guy. He'd run around. Yeah, he went undrafted. It took me the same amount of time, and you got a 20-minute head start. <laughs> he so for, he's not a bust. He was undrafted. Fuck out of here. No, Tim he Tebow played for Barcelona. Barcelona. Like, oh, Tim fuck Tebow off. was terrible. He was but, undrafted, though. But here, here, How's he a bust if he never got drafted? Because he sucked. Get out of here. Here's my argument with Tebow. Get out of here. I'm not saying he would have went on to be great. But he went 8-1 and one as a starter. I think he at least earned a chance the next season to see if he can do it. That that's always been my argument. But I mean, but the thing is, is like he played in enough games where you kind of saw what you were getting from him. He but threw. He won games. He threw for. Like he won games. Eighteen hundred crew passes yard has got a fifty percent pick to touchdown ratio. His completion percentage was never higher than fifty percent. But we see quarterbacks yeah. so hang around that are not way a stab worse. At the Bears, it's more so the Bucks. Mike Glennon. There's guys that shouldn't. It, Brandon you know I mean? Whedon's still on yeah, the, like, on team. Like there's te- there's quarterbacks that have come that are light years worse than Tebow that hung around. They uh, didn't like that he took a knee when he scored a touchdown. Well, Tebow won games. in the NFL gets you in trouble. <laughs> he won games. I I think he at least earned the ch- the opportunity to try again. Well, he did. With the Jets and Patriots. They now, never course, let him play. Yeah, but obviously he's not going to start over Tom Brady. But Tim Tebow was a better athlete than he is. He's a better athlete, athlete than he is a quarterback. Player. And there's tons of quarterbacks who played college ball, who played in the NFL, who've transitioned to different positions. Yeah. And Tebow was, was what they wanted to do. to do that. That's what the Giants w- and, or the Jets wanted to do with Tebow. They wanted to convert him to a tight end, but he didn't want to do it. He had the option he, to play. He was taking snaps at fullback. But he, they wanted him to play tight end, and he didn't want to do it. So... Well, Tebow, we don't need me, you. You didn't. They didn't prove it to him in the Suffer a double A, Tebow. <laughs> suffer. <laughs> but even then, who was the quarterback with the Jets that he Sanchez. lost out to? Um, I don't, I don't think Sanchez was there in 2011. It was Sanchez. Was it? You know, because Sanchez <laughs> took him to the AFC Championship in back-to-back games. So he, he wasn't going to start over Sanchez. He was Sanchez, well, somebody else, and Tebow. I can't remember who the backup was. Yeah, I don't remember either. Somebody, some hack. The other Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown. Josh McCown Sr. McCown 5. I think point, we're going to say Derek nine. Carr in like five years. Just my thought. Yeah. Definitely possible. Now, yeah, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be all on him because, I mean, he's just injury prone. That is true, though. He does have John Gruden. Quarterback guru. Corona expert. That's right. <laughs> Sam Bradford. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think so. Don't you, you fucking know, do it? Can I tell you? <laughs> don't you face. fucking do it? Can I defend him? Look I was going to say that every time. Oh fuck you! <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. That has nothing to do with the fact that he's not a bust. He's still a bust. Yeah, what, what kind of still around? Still he, playing pretty decent. He's not. When decent? he plays, he plays decent. When he, he the, plays one game a first, season, the first decent I'm last year was the first decent <laughs> year he's had in all, since like his second year as a Ram. And how many games did he play? I think he played the he first. played the full season that year when he had when he let the not the Rams. Completion. No, when he won when he won the completion percentage, he, played, he had the, his first played the two full years year. The Rams were decent, and then he got hurt all the time, and then he w- and then he was playing very well for the Vikings last year until he got hurt, which was because they rushed him week back three. The Vikings rushed uh, him back. The Vikings screwed him over. He he didn't get. It's not because he's made a glass. He he was playing phenomenal last year. No, he's made and a he glass. was taking some pretty mean hits. But he was taking some pretty mean hits or whatever. But, but they it's rushed every him back. year. It's every year. He's but I'm hurt. saying, right? I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying, but like he wasn't ready to come back. The Vikings kind of rushed him back. The, last the year, Vikings, they did. the Vikings should have had him start Game Three instead. They wanted him to start the season, and then he got hurt against the Bears. I'll compromise with you on him. The Bears are really good at hurting NFC North quarterbacks. 
if it wasn't but still losing that game. If it wasn't for his salary, I wouldn't say he's a bust. But he's a fucking bust. He's a waste of money. He's almost as badly paid as Jamarcus Russell was. Well, you see that, that was uh, that was that era where rookies, yep. for some reason, were able to but demand. He's still, he's still getting those, yeah. and it's amazing to me. What's well, like never think, played in the playoffs? You got to think. Uh, who is it? The the Vikings gave a first round pick to get him yeah. from the Eagles. It's a joke. It, it was just well, I think Vikings that was, were desperate. That was, that was a desperation thing. They needed they needed somebody that had I'll give some. You that. They Bridgewater. needed somebody that had experience in throwing the football in the NFL. No one it didn't have to be Chase somebody Keenum that had experience in winning. Or getting, they weren't looking for somebody that was going to take them to the Super Bowl. No, they just I needed know. somebody that was going to keep their offense in games uh, where their defense oh, played great. Good Bridgewater basically almost lost his leg. Yeah. Seems to be a trend in the last few years. I'm not liking that. But I heard he's playing pretty well for the Jets right now. I've been calling it. He's going to the Saints eventually. Bridgewater? In the same type of Drew Brees trade. I hope not, though. I want someone better. Do you guys remember a guy for Pittsburgh named Linus Swede? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy <laughs> was Logan. supposed to be so good. He's like he was like six foot four, fast. His hands were, you know, pieces of chicken. Just <laughs> 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 couldn't catch the freaking football. Yep. Here we go. There we go. Whoop! Through my hands, and that's yep. a pick. <laughs> pieces of chicken. <laughs> and I and I liked him too, and he let me down. You just like his name. Lee Mays, man. Lee Mays. Another one. You know, the Steelers have a knack of getting these receivers that just pan out to be absolutely nothing. Recently, they've been good with it. Knock on wood here. Can you believe that at one time we had Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, Heinz Ward, and Derek Moy? Can you believe it? (laughs) We saw his grandparents. We did. We saw his grandparents. (laughs) What? Yeah. The first Steelers game went to was uh, Steelers-Bears, and shout-out to the Riddler. He drove uh, 17 straight hours, essentially. Um, we were walking into the game, and so this this guy, Derek Moy, who's a receiver, he's a rookie or second-year guy, and the NFL shop is not making this guy's jersey. But two people, husband and wife presumably, they were wearing the jersey, so we just assumed it was his parents or grandparents, and uh, we didn't say anything, but we should have because we probably got free stuff. <laughs> so you're just making an assumption. Oh, of course. But oh, okay. The assumption is who would have that jersey? <laughs> He's not a known player. Penn State fans. Maybe. Maybe some diehard Penn Staters. But black screen, we're good. Don't worry. They don't know <laughs> that. Yeah, so Derek Moy, uh, thanks for helping out with me. <laughs> I don't really remember him. He had he, one catch. No, he's got more than one catch. He's got like five. He's got one touchdown though. What about Martellus Bennett? Yeah, he was I. Mm. I mean, he he started showing productivity, and then he went to the Bears, and he had he had a decent first year with the Bears, but he never really lived up to the hype. And then he was just he never didn't do anything with Green Bay, he didn't do, really do anything at all with the Patriots. He was good with the year he was with the Giants. I was really bummed they didn't re-sign him. Well, he was good for backup tight end purposes, but I mean, he wasn't like a he wasn't like a starting tight end caliber. La, 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 for, la, la, for the Giants, la, he was. La, 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 he was a good blocking tight end for you guys, but he wasn't. Lendell good, White he wasn't a good receiver. <laughs> yeah, he's a bust. What do you say about Reggie Bush? Matt Liner. If he didn't win a ring, bust. But he had amazing special teams plays. He's also injured and a lot. Here's the thing: injuries plagued him. He's. Kardashian played him. He's the first one oh, to yeah. suffer the Kardashian curse. That is true. 
Well, no, Ray J. Only people, only like you. Well, at, talking about athletes. Though. Come on, so because he dated because Reggie Bush was dating Kim before Chris Humphries married her, right? Yep. Yeah. So she was the first one. So that ben, marriage lasted ben like Simmons four minutes. Ben Simmons is next, dumbass. Miles Austin. Oh, good one. Good one. He he was good for the Cowboys for like a year and a half. No, he was there good for like two or three. It's funny so that a year and a half, you're going to say two years. <laughs> really, Kyle? I'd, I'd say, say it's always um, hilarious. I'd say <laughs> no, Eric, two. Eric Ebron, too. So far, yeah. Unless he pulls it out of his ass, but he was supposed to be like the fucking best tight end ever. You know, Chris Jankowski was super bummed the Giants drafted Odell over him during that draft. I, I'm always sure to say that to him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, everyone's like that. I know, I know. Porzingis. Yeah, for sure. I was like that with Kyle Long. The Bears draft the Kyle. I don't Lund. think anyone in the world was like, "Oh fuck yeah, we got Porzingis." Well, think, about, think about when the Texans drafted Watt. Latvia was. Yeah. Latvia oh, was Latvia probably went crazy. Texan fans were pissed about that. Much like the Cowboys fans well, this on. year with uh, Van Der Esch. I pose a conundrum. Injuries. No. Is Porzingis a bust? No. Injuries. No. I thought you were going to say about JJ Watt. You know who's a bust though in the NBA? We already said his name, but Kwame Brown, probably the biggest bust of all time. Yeah. Why, why would you think Porzingis is a bust? Uh, Do you think that he is? a full season. He's, what, going on to his year 22 season. He's consistently hurt. But yeah, but he's so productive. He's going to be one of those players. guys Here's that the thing, next though. year is going to be a big thing for him because if he if he gets hurt again, it's going to be over. That's exactly. Somebody, somebody of his size, yep. like it, once you start, it, it just doesn't stop. He has. You put so much in basketball. There's so much stress put on your body from all the. Because in football, yeah, you're, you're you're pushing up against other guys and stuff like that. But you're like, you break off, you go, you run into someone, and you're pushing them, and you guys are wrestling back and forth for however long, and then you stop. In basketball, you're full sprinting, stopping, jumping back and forth, clanking knees with people. It's just so herky jerky that you're. And then you add the fact that he's what seven two, three, seven three. He's a bigger guy. I mean, it's a lot of momentum to just stop. And it sucks because, you know, he was at the point last year where he had to take over as the guy, yep. and he was doing phenomenal at it, and then he gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying the Knicks were going to do anything last year, but I'm saying they looked good when he was on. So, so you're saying they should be in the finals? <laughs> Absolutely. <not>. <laughs> <laughs> well, to quote Derrick Rose, I mean, they're right up there with Golden State as a super team. <laughs> right, so let's, name a, let's name a player. You can do NFL if you want. You can do whatever. But let's name a player that you think – has they can have had some success or whatever before we sign off? Let, name a player that you think is gonna turn out to be a bust. Somebody that's already been in the league for a little bit, at least two years. We'll call it. I said NFL. I know Mox. NFL. It can be it can be whatever sport. I know Mox. Should be Jimmy Garoppolo. I I don't think he's gonna be a bust. I I just don't. I'm not buying the hype yet. I think he's gonna be a bust. I mean, I think he's just gonna Mine remain a is middle of the road. J J A J, without a doubt. Uh, I need a minute more. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of that. I'm thinking too. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cam, I, I think that Cam Newton has. I mean, he played really well in the year they went to the Super Bowl, but he's just kind of like. I feel like he's on an inconsistent but declining basis. Brian Bullington. And I, I think that he's going to be one of those quarterbacks that. He's only going to be good if they put people around him. Because right. it's it's like with Michael Vick. I mean, eventually he's not going to be able to run like that anymore. Yeah. You know, I just thought of another name we we left off our bus list. RG three. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, 
I, I don't I don't put it on there because we talked about injuries. He was injured all the time. Yeah, he was playing lights out his rookie year. His rookie year, and then yeah. he's just been injured ever since. That's true. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go MLB. Now this guy has been injured. But I'm gonna go Steven Strasburg. Oh. I'm gonna say no. Listen, here's a guy that you know came with such hype. Here's a guy. And, yeah. Listen to my Collinsworth. I think he's a guy who will kind of slowly kind of just average out, average out, and, you know, just kind of be a middle-of-the-road guy. And, you know, I don't think he'll ever, you know, be – he'll never be the guy that, you know, he's predicted to be. That's, that's going to be my prediction. Strasburg. Sure. Sure. So going? I'm going to be honest. I didn't realize he was still pl- – like, I haven't heard his name in a while. I hear Scherzer, Scherzer, Scherzer. Well, because they, they have Scherzer and Harper. That's all you hear from them. You Here's the guy, Adam. Guy. You guys want to know his career stats? I know he's really good. Who, Stratford? Right, we got yeah, to we we hurry up. We got to sign off. 90 and 53 ERA even, 1,300 strikeouts. 1.08 whip. Hmm. A lot so of you're time saying that guy's play. a good Devo fan. Ah, Riddler. <laughs> Give it time, Martin. Give it time. He's conquered the injury. Um... Kyle, do you do you have a bust you want to say? Um, I'm gonna go out ahead. It's looking what? at me funny right now, but <laughs> I'm already. I thought you were just saying you were gonna get a lot of head. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, mm. I'm gonna say Devin Booker because really, he's a shooter. He gets hurt all the time. If you don't put anybody around him, he's never gonna go anywhere. <laughs> Okay. No, no, like there's a big difference. He's not the guy that could take the team to the top. He's not. People compare him to, to Kobe, but I, I don't see any resemblance. He's, I mean, a, he's a dual guy. He needs he needs another. He needs like a big man that can score. He had a 70 point game on his own. Okay. So they well, let him. How many ball. other players have had a 70? Doesn't point matter game. when you're the only person on the team that takes 45 shots. You can no. score 70. So when he gets off of Phoenix and onto a good, you team. don't know if he's ever going to leave Phoenix. You can't say when he does because he might. How many players in the NBA have stayed on the same team for their whole career? Okay, how many people have? That's what I'm saying. Okay, I can't think of any. Not true. In modern time, yeah, it is true. Right now, Steph's been there for a while. He's probably going to end his career there. The guy. Okay, so Steph Curry. Anyone else? But anyone else? Let's see. I do have one. Yao was there the entire time. Oh, all six years he played before he got hurt. I'm saying, dude. He's not going to be on Phoenix. And if he is on Phoenix, they're going to get talent. They're going to tank the same way you guys did and got all your talent. I just get out of here. see him being a superstar. My, Everyone uh, thinks he is. My potential bust that that I see happening is uh, Dak Prescott. I don't think he's that's ever going to just take the next step. and I think he's just going to – what he is now, that's it. Uh, I don't think he's going to get any better. He can only go down. Same with Kirk Cousins. Cousins, though, I think can at least be explosive. He he can throw the ball and take shots. But he's stupid. Picture Devin he is. But now he's on a, a Vikings team well, that has two top-end receivers. I don't think Kirk Cousins had the hype. He's a guy who's kind of like, you know, oh, wait, this this guy plays in the NFL. <laughs> no, I'm he, He's got the hype now. I, don't, I just don't see him being a superstar. That's Forget it. LeBron. Picture Devin Booker on the Sixers with Ben Simmons dishing. I don't see Devin Booker a superstar. He already is. He's not a superstar. Right. Guys, let's finish this in the car. <laughs> um, All right, beer reviews real quick before we shout outs. I don't remember. It was very citrusy. Very citrusy, I'll agree. I, I forgot to mention that uh, the closer did come in for this one. <laughs> I also had the closer come in. 
Uh, the Hog Lager, I tell you, this has been one of like my go-tos for the last couple months. Big fan of it. Pick it up. These are so refreshing. Well, it ain't good. Turned out to be this guy right here. The Mount Greylock Porter is very good. Uh, I, much like uh, Paul, the Porter Stout fan, uh, 6.2%. Yeah, you never, just, you, know, you never disagree with me. Uh, very good. I highly recommend it. If you're looking for something, especially in the morning time. <laughs> nice Sunday morning Sunday beer. morning beer. I think that's my Highly favorite part about the show. Is usually I wake up with the kid at like 6, 7, and then sleep until the show. And then it's like, all right, no breakfast, let's get drinking. <laughs> that's the best, it's part. the best way to start a Sunday. Uh, so I had uh, from Firefly Hollow, the Lizard's Breath uh, Ipa. Um, going to solid eight innings. Three hits given up, one home run. Not bad. Uh, it was a wall scraper too, at best. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it was actually it was really good. It was wasn't that bitter. It was very dank, um, <laughs> uh, but pretty good, especially for you know I mean an IPA that you know is six and a half percent right in the realm. It's very yeah. good. I, I would highly recommend. They put out some good stuff, comb flakes, all that stuff they put out, and then the closer, the uh, not your father's mountain ale, citrus brew, was very citrusy. Trademark. So let's see. Had three beers today. Yeah, Mike had to work. Uh, Jmar had to work with the bullpen. Very, very yeah. different with each beer. Narragansett, or sorry, Narragansett. Thank you. <laughs> nice in between chug to separate a, a you know a ghost from this Mountain Dew with alcohol in it. Guys are ghosts. I actually don't feel the heartburn yet, so I'm really yeah, happy. You've been all over the beer spectrum. Oh today. yeah. And uh, the Mountain Ale is a good citrus brew. Am I right, Kyle? That's all it is. Mark. Um. Be sure, Tuesday night on the Peter Pino Show, Sumo Sidecar will be here in studio. And Wednesday night, they'll have comedian Dave Sheehan in studio. Check him out. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday from 7.30 to 10.30 here on PPRN. Dave Sheehan, son of Mark T. Sheehan? <laughs> that, I can't <laughs> confirm. Uh, be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether you're bathing in frog water or drinking a delicious citrus brew. Oh, um, make oh, sure you look out at the diner. Uh, <laughs> you come meet the cat. <laughs> make sure you listen uh, Saturday. We're not sure if we're going to be live yet or not, but from the uh, Bad Fisherman Brewing uh, event, check it out. Um, subscribe on Podbean. Is that this Saturday? Yes. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and we are now also on iHeartRadio iHeartRadio. Yeah. So anywhere you can listen to radio, you Basically, can find there's us. there's no reason you can't listen to us. <laughs> At this point, That's you're just true. avoiding I can, us. I can think of one reason. What's that? We're terrible. Yeah. Well, that is true. You can still find us, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, from we know where you live. All of us here at Getting Sports with Drunk, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. No, no, no. Kyle. I don't like that. Um, Jim referred at. Oh, God. How did he not make the list? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the Red Baron. For that. Yeah.